0: back at Always Evolving. And if you listen to last week's episode, I talked about decluttering your house, getting rid of things that no longer serve you so you could be more freed up in your life. And this week, I'm gonna share with you what I do every night before I go to bed that I have found is helpful for me. I think it may be helpful for you Because how you greet the day and how you end the day is kind of the packaging for the day. And if you're like me, you kind of need a structure in place because life happens. By the time we go to bed, we're exhausted. So I want to share with you the four questions or ideas that I have before I go to sleep. Always Evolving is brought to you by Cast Centers, which is a company and organization very close to me. I founded Cast Centers over 17 years ago. We provide the best evidence-based practices for therapy, mental health, addiction. Anytime you're struggling or you have a loved one who is struggling, make sure you go to our website at www.castcenters.com. C-A-S-T centers.com Give us a call. We're here to help. We'll help you with a free assessment. And let's get your mental health on track. I did this last night so I could give you examples of what I have done. And if you're at home, if you're not in a car, and you can write these down, or you can go back and listen later, these are really helpful tools to end the day. So the first thing that I do is I count my blessings and sometimes I'll write these out. I will count my blessings, which is just another way of saying I'm grateful. What am I grateful for in the day? The second that I'm going to get into is proclaiming my rarity proclaiming how authentic and unique I am for myself throughout the day. I also take a look at where did I go the extra mile or where did I fall short? Where did I push myself? When did I pull away? And how did I use my power of choice wisely throughout the day? Those are the four areas, but I'm going to go through each one and give you examples for myself. Now, Why do we do this? Why is it important to review our day? Well, time goes by, and unless we reflect upon the day, it's very hard to see room for improvement that we could make, or it's hard to not carry something over into the next day or maybe we need to resolve something or maybe there's something that's causing us a lot of stress that we've been avoiding hey all you true crime fans this is mike ferguson and this is mike morphe It also gives us opportunities to feel really proud of ourselves. It's important to feel proud of ourselves. And so that's why we start off with counting my blessings. So for myself, I did this last night. I was uh, grateful for my team at Cast Centers and grateful that we're doing a remodel, a big remodel at the offices and that I have so much excitement around that. I'm grateful I went to jiu-jitsu yesterday, grateful for the whole team at Cast Centers. I went to the morning meeting and expressed my excitement for us to figure out as a team, as we're expanding, what to do with a group room and all the different ideas. I'm grateful that our therapist, Sarah, who I will have on this podcast soon, her mom works for JBL, And she was able to help assist us in getting speakers. I'm grateful that I had conversations with friends that were safe. They had no judgment. But there was also questioning. I'm grateful for amazing food. I had breakfast at a restaurant called Hugo's where I had a protein scramble. And my friend had chocolate chip pancakes and I only took one bite went to lunch at a place called Avra, which is in Beverly Hills, and if you're in Los Angeles or come to Los Angeles, their lunch special is amazing, and it costs about $31 for their lunch special. If you got the same food at night, a la carte, it would be like $120, so an amazing experience at Avra, and then for dinner, I went to a Thai restaurant that I love called Queen Violet, And so I had amazing food that I'm grateful for. Grateful for my literary agent, Jan Miller, who called me and she always showers me with love. And I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to do some service work at the LGBT Center and be able to speak this Friday because I realized this year I want to do more service work. I want to get back, but I also want to do service work in a way that feels good for me selfishly when we do things for free and be of service they should feel good for us if you so for example i have gone and i have uh done newspaper drives and i have tried to raise money for different causes um and I have tried to work with different populations and some of those, even though it's service work, it doesn't make me feel good, it doesn't make me feel inspired and I stopped doing it. So it's important for me right now, I'm in this play phase, I figure out where can I be of service. Grateful for my sobriety and uh, I'm grateful for my friendships with uh, conversations I had with Steven, Ronnie, Leon, we all had great conversations. So it feels good when we look back throughout the day and go, what was I grateful for today? Because although there's tens of thousands of things that go on in any moment, it's almost like recharging our battery and really understanding ourselves and saying, okay, these are really important things and this is what I'm proud of and grateful for. So proclaim my rarity, identify, this is number two. So the first one's count my blessings. The second area is proclaim my rarity. This is where I identify areas that are uniquely me, where I handled life in the day that was uniquely me. I'll give you an example. I um, was like, I want to do more service this year. And the LGBT Center reached out to me to work with their speaker series. And where I would maybe come out once a month and work with people who are really struggling to get jobs and employment. Uh, Some of these people are homeless. Some of these people are runaways. Some of these people just are trying to rebuild their lives. And the opportunity came to me and I said, yes, for me to go volunteer and give a talk probably for 10 or 15 different people what happened was when I got on the phone with the woman, who's really nice over at the LGBT center, um, I was under the impression that I would be driving over and speaking to this community of people that are looking to get wisdom. And hopefully I can be really inspiring and push them. And who knows, maybe I even mentor someone. Maybe I really take someone under my wing and, um, get back and, I then received two emails. One email that was confirming my Zoom attendance and another email that was listing out all the do's and don'ts for speaking to this community. Two things rubbed me the wrong way. One thing that rubbed me the wrong way was that I was doing it over Zoom. And I the reason it rubbed me the wrong way is I feel like it's a disservice to do service work over Zoom. I think if somebody really needs to get, um, you know, a certain type of employment opportunity and to push themselves, I, you know, I, I just think uh, I want to connect with people. I mean, uh, people can volunteer and do stuff over Zoom. That's not the type of volunteer work I want to do. That's lazy for me. I want to get my ass in a car or I want to travel somewhere to a destination. I want to connect with people. I want to see their faces in real time. I want to talk to them and not have someone turning off their camera. I want focus. I want connection. So I said, look, it was not my understanding that this was over Zoom. This is over Zoom. I'm really looking to do service work in person. And they said, uh, thank you. Uh, actually, this since you said that, it is about time that we go back in person and we do this in person. And so I'll be the first person that does this um, speaker series in person because I was authentically myself, which authentically me is not conforming to policies that are just the way they are. It's like me questioning and going, hold on guys, Like, why are we still doing it this way? And I was absolutely okay with not giving the talk this Friday, if I had to be on zoom and that would have been another authentic direction for me. Now, one may think, well, what's the big deal, Mike, you just had a conversation about that. You want to do service work and you want to do it in person as opposed to zoom. And they agreed to do it. What's the big deal? How is that being so authentic? It's being so authentic because I'm speaking my truth that I believe it's a disservice to help people who have really been struggling in life over Zoom. And the part of it that I'm not proud of in my mind is I thought, oh, this is just another institution that is lazy, that doesn't want to go back to work. I see this in colleges. A lot of colleges are still online. They're making students pay the same amount of money. And in my opinion, uh, that is not all because of COVID, that is also because the comfort that people have gotten as teachers and as institutions to work from home. And a lot of people, because of their lifestyle, would rather work from home. Even friends of mine are like, oh my gosh, I got to go back to the office twice a week. And those are people even without kids, right? So I had a little bit of a... Uh, Preconceived notion that this institution was going to tell me why they needed to do it on Zoom, but they actually were very open. The other part, which I have not spoken to them about, is they gave me a do's and don't list, and you know, a little bit of it rubs me the wrong way because I am volunteering my time and energy and why does someone need to give me a do not do this list? And the items on the list, a lot of it has to do with being having sensitivities towards LGBT and pronouns and how to language to use. And I'm going to have a conversation with them that I don't believe we should be ensuring that talks are always um, within the bounds of what is believed as LGBT communication, because that's not real life. That's not real employment. That's not the way it goes. And if these people have struggled a lot in their life, their their biggest struggle is going to be a lot more than, um, you know, whether or not someone greets them with the proper pronouns i I don't think that that is should be the number one focus and in fact i think if this is about getting people back on their feet be open to all sorts of people who maybe don't even agree with the lgbt movement because at the end of the day our purpose is to help these people get back on their feet so when people throw no one likes i'm sure you're like me you don't like it when someone says do not do this you know, especially I'm 42 years old and I'm thinking, gosh, I can't remember the last time an organization told me you can say this, but don't do this. So I'm going to have a phone conversation, which again is me being authentic. It would be much easier for me to just go, okay, I'm just going to follow your do's and don't list. And I'm just going to do this over zoom. But for me, I know my own value and I don't, I can't be myself when people tell me how to behave. You know, I, I work best when I can be authentically me, and perhaps this could be helpful. So that was one way where I really proclaimed my rarity. Um, I also, um, after... Jiu-jitsu I set up a lunch I knocked on the door even though my professor and his wife were around the corner and knowing that you know none of the 40 students would knock on the door I kind of knocked on the door said hello and we're gonna get lunch this weekend which part of me was like uh-oh what if they're having like a conversation that's important but I politely said hey guys how you been I gave him a hug because my professor Cobrina uh I just felt like he needed a hug and I talked to my friend Leon about life And I also what am exploring a potential, uh, deal exchange, which I'll talk about more on the podcast if it comes into fruition, but that was also me authentically being myself. So it doesn't need to be a big list. Those are just two or three ways that I felt as if I was authentically being me. I go the extra mile. So This is where we go through, where did we go the extra mile throughout the day and where did we not go the extra mile? I didn't go the extra mile by not meditating. I normally meditate and that's a part of my own spiritual health is setting aside time. I kind of got in a rush. Um, I also didn't box up more items that I wanted to box up, even though there's a box upstairs and there's items that I have ready to put in it. I didn't do that. However, I did push myself and I didn't make excuses throughout the day. And I had a very, very productive day. I even went to the office. I threw rugs away. You know, I have a lot of employees that work for me. I've really pushed myself to anything that I really need that I go do myself. Like there were rugs in the office through a remodel at Cass Centers that had been sitting there. And I noticed that as soon as I got fired up to move the rugs, suddenly two other employees got all fired up to move the rugs. And we removed the rugs, and we figured out for them to go in the trash because they were just really dirty. But instead of me going, hey, um, Sophia, or hey, Robert, uh, can you remove the rugs? I took it into my own hands to handle it, which felt really good because I can do all this myself with them as a team. And I don't want to be in a position where I'm paying people and it forces me to get lazy. So, lastly, did I use my power of choice wisely throughout the day? So, I'm going to go through this list again. So, if you're writing these down, this is the last one. Using my power of choice wisely. And I put, I had a good effing day. It was a great day really proud of the choices I made throughout the day, Um, just felt highly productive and amazed that so much got done. Now, if I didn't do this exercise, I would not have the realizations that I could be proud of myself throughout the day. I wouldn't have the realizations of where I'm making progress. I wouldn't have the realizations that I could... Uh, be really true to who I am and understand the elements of that, it's helpful for us to look back at our life throughout the day and have insight into our day because we're reviewing it. We're taking a look at it. And it's not about being critical. It's not about, oh, this is toxic in any way. It's purely a way to have a format almost of journaling. It allows us to track our progress. It allows us to look at, wow, when I did this today, it really worked for me. And when I did that today, it really didn't work for me. And so the four areas that I do every night is I count my blessings, what am I grateful for? Proclaim my rarity. Identify areas where I'm uniquely myself. Go the extra mile or where I didn't go the extra mile. Where did I push myself and not make excuses and really live life to the fullest? And lastly, did I use my power of choice wisely? These are the four areas that I every night will review. If you have a friend over, I've had a friend staying at my house. We both have done this exercise. It's really fun to do with a friend. It's really fun to do with someone that you love. It's really fun to do with a kid. Um, And it's a way to go to bed feeling good and feeling proud and feeling more aware. Because when we wake up in the next day, we already wake up with a little more self-esteem Because we've taken the time to acknowledge our greatness. And you have greatness. You are doing things every day in different ways that are great. And it doesn't matter if you're doing service work. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, working at a coffee shop. I mean, some of my most proud moments in my life were when I worked at a coffee shop and where I made sure that I did the best job cleaning the espresso machines, or the best job showing up on time, or greening the customer in all sorts of different ways. So sometimes we can look on the outside and go, well, my life doesn't have all those things, but the truth is, nothing that I'm talking about is objects. Nothing I'm talking about is riches. Nothing I'm talking about is about being in some dream relationship, because I'm not. What I'm purely talking about is a format for me to review the day, and I hope that you start to review your day if you aren't, and you start to be proud of yourself, and you start to look for ways that you can improve every day, because improvement does not mean criticizing ourselves. Improvement does not mean being rude to ourselves. Improvement just means growing, growing every day. So hopefully this was helpful for you. I'm going to have some more podcasts rolling out soon. I've coached Jackie, who's going to be doing something similar to Sam that Samson did. She's a therapist over at Cast centers. Samson's going to be leading another meditation. Um, I talked to him last night, And we were talking about doing a meditation for how to start the day and also exploring a meditation for how to get motivated with that area of your life that you're stuck in. And overall, I really appreciate you guys uh, listening to the last episode, gave a lot of items away for decluttering. And uh, the button lady is going to have a home in Australia because she uh, uh, contacted me on Instagram and now she has an amazing gift. So Please make sure you click to subscribe. Make sure to follow me on social media, Coach Mike Bear, on all social media platforms and until next time, keep it magical.